0: Dear Lord God, we come at this hour grateful for another opportunity to encourage and inspire your people. Heavenly Father, bless those under the sound of my voice with ears to hear you, God, and eyes to see your purpose and plans for their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. I've been moving, calm, don't start no trouble with me. Trying to keep it peaceful, ain't a struggle for me. Tell the devil he ain't got nothing. I can tell you stories of what God's up to me. God's plan. God's plan. I can't do this on my own. God I'm watching this. Course. Oh, well, welcome back to Generation XYZ, the I'm only GMC. faith-based podcast and platform where less is more it is less religion and more relationship with the king of kings and the lord of lords i'm your host shane sorrell's the voice pastor shook on a mission to encourage people to dream believe and walk in their purpose according to the kingdom of god amen and boy do i have a good one for y'all today But before we get into it, let's just praise him right quick. And I know it's been a while. I know that my kings have been missing us. And I know that you guys have been looking for kingdom led kings. So why don't we just jump right into it? Kings turn with me to second Kings chapter 23. We'll start at verse one. And if you don't know, kingdom led Kings is all about our men, our young men growing and becoming kings in the kingdom of God. So if you're there with me follow along. It said King Josiah sent word and they brought him all the elders of Jude of Judah and of Jerusalem. The king went up to the house of the Lord and him all the men of Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the priests, the prophets and all the people both small and great. And he read in their hearing all The words of the book of the covenant, which was found in the house, the temple of the Lord, the king stood by the pillar and made a covenant before his Lord to walk after the Lord and to keep his commandments, his testimonies. And his statues with all his heart and soul to confirm the words of this covenant that were written in this book. And all the people entered into the covenant. That's heavy. That's heavy right there. Kingdom led kings. Are y'all ready to get into this thing? Let's go. Kings. You must understand who this text is speaking about to translate just what it means. You must understand who the text is speaking to, to understand just what it means and what it's talking about. So let's get into some background of it. Judah was the capital of Jerusalem, aka the holy city. So as we look at it, and it talks about King Josiah, and how he sent word to the elders of Judah and Jerusalem, we must understand that these were holy men. These were men of God. These were men under the the law, the covenant. These were appointed elders of the holy city. So now that we know that, when it says the king went up into the house of the Lord, meaning the church, and where all the men of Judah and all of the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the priests, the prophets, and all the people, get this, both small and great. They didn't use both small and large. So we must remember that it was all sorts of people. It was poor. It was rich. It was elders. It was priests. There were politicians. So we must understand what this book is just talking about. 2 Kings 23 verse 1 through 3. So as we move down after it says, both small and great, it says, and he read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant, which was found in the temple. Whenever a king reads in front of his people, it is never just a reading. It is a declaration. It usually comes with some sort of promise or plan of action behind it. So, men, today, understand that when we're reading our word, when we're going into the text, when we're in our Bible, when we're studying, when we're gathering knowledge, it doesn't, and I'm a, even generalize this to not only just the Bible, but whenever we're in day-to-day life, whatever knowledge that you're reading and regurgitating is no longer just you reading. It's a covenant. It's a promise. Your words mean power. So let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. It says the king stood by the pillar and made a covenant before the Lord to walk after the Lord and to keep his commandments. So right here, Josiah stood up in front of all of his people in Jerusalem and not only read the commandments, the covenant and his testimonies, but he made a promise to not only his people, but the Lord our God to keep the covenant. He made a declaration and he didn't just do this in his closet. He didn't just do it behind closed doors. He didn't just do it in front of the elders or in a political meeting. He did it in front of the people so that the people and God can help him keep his covering. Remember, it takes a village, XYZ, kingdom led kings. It takes a village to keep us upright. It can't just be you. It can't just be you, mama and granny. It has to be a working effort between you, your people, the Lord, your God, and your spirit man all working together. So now that we've seen King Josiah read the word in front of Jerusalem, in front of the elders, the kings, the priests, the prophets, all of that. I now ask you, as a kingdom led king, what covenant are you reading today? What promise have you made to the Lord your God today? What's your title in the kingdom? Is it priest? Is it prophet? Is it great? Is it, what is it? And as we go deeper in our relationship with God, we start to unravel who we're supposed to become. We start to understand and our consciousness starts to grasp who he's changing us into. Who we always were meant to be. My bad. I need to get my my terminology correct. But. I ask you today. What is your covenant. With the king of kings. In order to understand a covenant. You have to understand what a covenant is. A covenant is a promise. See we talk this kingdom language. But we have to understand the root meaning. Behind it. What promise are you keeping with God. I.e. The promise that I kept with God and made with God was that I would be his voice, that I would glorify his name, that I would lead generation X, Y, and Z and prepare the alpha generation for what's to come next. That's my covenant. That's my promise. Now, see, we have to return back to the throne. Kingdom led kings, I might be asking me, what is the throne? Your throne is your position in relationship with not only God, but the kingdom of God. It talked about his people, all of the people of Jerusalem. See, we like to make this one to one a lot of the time. But not only is it a one to one relationship, but it's a one in a billion relationship because how is the kingdom Perceiving the king. The definition of throne is the chair of state of a sovereign or high dignity, such as a bishop. It was also thought of as the seat of a deity. It means royal power and dignity and sovereignty. Thrones. Plural, and order of angels. Ooh. It talks about C, celestial hierarchy. Once again, kingdom led kings. You were born from the king of kings. You were a part of the kingdom of God. So whatever you thought you were. When you entered into this world, you must understand and develop your kingdom identity. Because if my father is a king, guess what? I am royalty and meant to be a king too. Or queen for all of the women that's on there listening today. Amen. But we must understand that your covenant is the promise to him. Your relationship is your throne. Your position is your throne. Your kingdom is your dominion, X, Y, Z. See, see, you got to understand just, just who we talking about and we reading about. And I'm going to be up out of here after I say this. Second Kings around chapter 22, it talks about Josiah was eight years old, and I'm let me go to it and quote it because if I don't, somebody will give me hell for it. Second Kings chapter 22, verse 1. Josiah was eight years old when he became king and reigned for 34 years in Jerusalem. Stop right there. Eight years old when he became king and reigned for 31 years. X, Y, Z. Stop thinking you're too young. Stop thinking you're not ready for this relationship with God that you are already entitled to. Stop thinking that you are too young or you're not ready or you're not right enough to be in position to become a king. Because Josiah was appointed at the ripe age of eight years old. No matter how you interpret it, no matter how you swing it, that is young for anybody to become a king. But how he became a king is even more important because in verse two, it says he did what was right in the sight of the Lord and walked in the way of his father, David, and did not turn aside to the right or to the left. Now, there's going to be a lot of people that fixate on he did what was right in the sight of the Lord. They're going to say he was perfect. No, Josiah was not perfect. It said he walked in the ways of his father, David, the chosen king, and he did not turn To the right or to the left? See, that's where the emphasis needs to be. Because as royalty and as kings in serving in the kingdom of God, there's too many of us men that do not follow in the ways of our father. And that's on not only the father, but it's on us too. Not everybody has a father to look at, but you know who you do have to look at? God. The ultimate father. So if you're not following in the ways of that father, we're already wrong. Two, it says it, he did not turn aside to the right or to the left. Too many of us young men nowadays, ages 18 to 25, are too swayed by the right or the left. Come on, come on, Alexa, play me out. And today we must understand that as kings... As kings of the kingdom with dominion and power that was entitled to us by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. See, Jesus made sure we would get it. He made sure we have a chance to grasp it. We must understand that we must follow in the ways of not only just our earthly father. But the heavenly father as well And we must understand that we cannot be turned to the right or to the left Whenever the wind blows Whenever the enemy wants to shake us up We can't be like a shrub That shakes at every gust of wind We must be solid like oak trees X, Y, Z Oh, this was a good one So if you're ready to become a king If you're ready to accept them, If you're ready to walk into your royal priesthood xyz i'm gonna give you an opportunity to do that before we get out of here repeat after me say dear lord jesus i know i have sinned and i can't save myself today i accept you as my personal lord and savior come into my heart make me a new creation devil get out of my life i serve you no longer jesus is in your name i do pray Amen. If you just repeated those words and you believed them, see the power is in believing it. The power is in knowing. The power is in walking in it. You just became a saved believer. You now have the promise of the kingdom, eternal life, and all the benefits that come with walking with the one and only King of Kings, Lord of Lords, the Father. So today I tell you, grab your priesthood, grab your kingship, and it's time to return to the throne.